0: hi good morning and welcome to an, another episode of ask ellie intuitive insights and your questions answered uh today is episode 46 and it is april 6th, 2021 and welcome to thomas and alex and bobo who've all entered the live studio and we've had another glitch today so if you can hear me just type in yes i hear you the music is not working and not clear why that is happening only i will have that taken care of and yes everybody can hear me so thank you thank you thank you good morning and i'm really excited thank you thank you thank you so i'm really excited to have everybody here today i've got some great questions that were submitted and we're going to have a couple of hot topics to talk about so if you have a headset you can call in ask your questions as soon as and contribute your comments as soon as i'm done answering some of the questions we've got here so firstly my name is ellie molina for those of you listening to the podcast for the first time and i am an intuitive i'm a concierge consultant and an advisor educator and author So we start the program looking at auspicious days and this week we've got a few auspicious days. The first one is April 6th today. So we have a Venus sextile Mars today. This is a day where it is powerful. So if you are looking to find love or connection. It doesn't have to be romantic love. It can be partnership, any kind of connection. Today is the day to get out there and just network and make friends. With Mars in Gemini, you are going to be clever. You have the right words are going to come out of your mouth, and you can set love and your desires into motion. Remember, before you begin always set your intention. Oh, and I just got a little distracted. Um, Anybody interested in learning about how space and what's next in the space world, you may want to check out Alexandra Laca. And if you're interested, Because she's doing a space salon today, the future of what it's going to look like. She's got some really impressive people on this salon. And if you're interested in her work, send me an email and I'll get you all the directions and information that you need. My email is always ellie at elliemolina.com. And good luck to the Space Salon today, Alex. It is a perfect day. You couldn't have planned it better unless, of course, you spoke to me in advance. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, with that being said, our next great day is going to be on Friday, April 9th. We've got Mars Square Neptune. And although this sounds like it, ooh, it could be bad because it's a square, it's really not. This is a very playful conjunction where Mars and Gemini is going to be um, Mars and Gemini is going to be communicative and then Neptune is going to be able to stimulate both of the brain hemispheres, you know the left and the right. So it's going to be a very interesting day for experimental plans and putting ideas into motion, especially those unique ideas that are uncommon in the world. Then Saturday the 10th is a fantastic day. We've got Venus sextile Jupiter in Aries and Aquarius. This is a great day for experimentation, innovation, thinking about new things, creating a new business, awesome day to sign contracts and create verbal agreements. So take advantage of this and then, of course, guess what happens on the 11th? We have the new moon in Aries. This is a fantastic new moon. Um, it is the action Mars, the action planet. Mars is friendly to the new moon in entrepreneurial Aries, meaning that. Um, businesses that get started now are going to be really fabulous and Jupiter's in great alignment to all of this so it's going to be giving you just a touch of magic imagine some fairy dust flying out there on you so if you are in a relationship it's going to be great for love and if you're Courting, that's the old-fashioned word for dating and starting to date. Uh, These are going to be hours and times and dates for people to really have fun with one another and to explore the new relationship. And then on Monday, the 12th, Ramadan begins in the evening of May 11th on the new moon. And then by that brings us into next Tuesday, where we're going to talk about the, the planets coming for that week. Okay, so in the meantime... Let's get going with some of the questions that have been asked for today. And perhaps you'll find your own answers in these questions. So I've I've often noticed that people ask questions and it's so apropos for somebody else. So here we go. Number one. Hi, Ellie. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now and I really enjoy it. I know people have asked this before. And there are so many books written on this, only I'm still having a really hard time manifesting a relationship. Any ideas? This is from S.C. out of North Carolina. Okay, S.C., first of all, we want to take a look at the question, the way that you even posed the question. You asked the question, Um, I'm still having a really hard time manifesting a relationship. So if we look at thoughts and language and words and what we're putting out to the universe, you're telling the universe, you're telling the infinite, you're telling the creator, and you're telling yourself that it's hard for you to manifest a relationship. Now we don't know each other, and therefore, and I therefore I'm not going to go into your psychological beliefs. However, one of the things that becomes very apparent from the phrasing is that manifesting a relationship, creating a rela- relationship is difficult in your, in your world. And so that would be the first place to start to look in your language. So take a look and ask yourself, well, what are my beliefs about why relationship or having a relationship is difficult? What are my beliefs about finding, why is it difficult to find somebody? Take a look at your beliefs. Take a look at your expectations of what a relationship is, quote unquote, supposed to look like. And then take a look at yourself. And what is it in you that feels that you are not deserving of a relationship? because quite honestly, we know that people of all shapes and sizes and forms and abilities and ages can find relationships and love at any time in life. And you didn't say how old you were and that's not supposed to be a matter that even applies as I know people who were 84 years old when they got married for the second time. And someone I know who fell in love with her soulmate, the best relationship that she ever had when she was 68. So it has nothing to do with a person's age, a person's body shape, a person's background, any of those things that we believe come in and limit it. It all has to do with what you believe you deserve. And it's not, you know, and deserve is a tricky kind of word, because it's not connected to up, it's not connected to outside sources, uh, where somebody tells you, well, you deserve this. This is a really, the word here is, what do you believe that you can have in your life? So once you believe that you can have a relationship, and that you are quote, unquote, worthy of having a wonderful relationship. Guess what's going to happen? You can walk to the grocery store and you will meet somebody, and there you go. There's your relationship. So, if you want further clarification on this, email me at ellie at eliemolina.com. And if you'd like to set up a session, just mention the podcast and you'll always get the 20% discount for mentioning the podcast and that you were on it. And then you can use that towards your hour or half hour session. And it is my intention that this has helped you. Okay. question number two, moving on. DK out of Virginia. I'm really confused about where to move, Ellie. I've got a lot of options right now ahead of me. And I no longer need to go to work at the office. Basically, I'm free to live and work anywhere. And that alone is so daunting. Oh, Welcome to the world of being free. And this has so many wonderful um, uh, perks to being free where you can go anywhere that you want. And the earth is really big. So my advice to you is to DK is to take a look at a few factors. Uh, This is not even psychic advice. This is just What are the things that really light you up? Think of your lifestyle. You know, do you like to And these are, you know, you you could think you can think about this yourself, you know, think about all the things that you particularly like. Do you like the sun? Do you like cooler temperatures? You know, take all of those things and write up lists, lots and lots of lists, and then take a look at your values in terms of what do you value? Do you value being close to friends and family? Do you value your alone time? What do you value? And then create a list of your values and then take a look at, you know, check out an astrocartography cartography reading. Those are available from a multitude of astrologers and they're really awesome. So check out an astrocartography, and then line it up with your values and your lifestyle. And then you could just pick a point on the map and go. Again, nothing is written in stone over here. So if you don't like a place that you're going to, by all means, move again. (laughs) You know, there's always... As long as you're free, you can travel and it's just a wonderful place to be in life. So rather than look at it as daunting and challenging and difficult, look at it as an adventure. And then, you know, the old saying that when you look at things differently, the things you look at change. Once you take a look at your freedom as an adventure, exploring new places, meeting new people, having new adventures, how exciting so does it you know toss it all those pixie sticks up in the air and let them fall where they may only i will suggest that you look at your values on this one look at your values what you value and then of course uh check out an astro cartography chart and take it from there okay intending that helped all right does anybody have any questions right now in our in the live group Because this is a perfect time for people to submit your questions or things that you're thinking about. You can either type it in or if you are wearing a headset, call in now and you'll be live on the air and you can ask your question. So I'll give you a second if anybody has something. Okay. Nobody's calling in live right now. Okay. All right. On to the, and here, feel free. Like I said, feel free to call in anytime live if you choose to. All right, here we go. Next question. Hi Ellie. I've been having recurring dreams lately. I'm in a house and part of the house is haunted and evil. It's downright scary and other parts of the house are normal and happy. This dream happens every few days now. I'm almost scared to go to sleep. What is going on? This is SN. All right. Okay, this is a loaded question. And so I'm going to talk, let's talk to you a little bit about dreams in general. All dreams have meaning. And if you look at a dream, it's like an undiscovered treasure chest. Dreams are brilliant. And they are also the access to the subconscious. Once we learn how to interpret dreams, we can use the dream as a roadmap to get into the subconscious mind and see what is really happening over here. So let's take your dream apart and look at the house. Now, you didn't mention which house it is you know, what kind of a house or what particular room you are in. Uh, But there's only part of the house is haunted and evil. Okay. You're looking at something in your life that you do not want to see. And the haunted and evil part is some situation. There's something going on in your life. Then you may want to take a look at what is going on in your life who is in your home physically in your home right now and what kind of secrets are going on or what do you suspect is going on because your subconscious is really looking to come through and tell you there's something not kosher happening in your home and that is why part of your house is happy and fun and then there's something else going on so now since you didn't mention um what is know who's in your home or any details on this one I'm gonna suggest that you really send me an email because this there's a lot of information in here for you email me get on a call with me let's take a look at what you can do and what this is in your life because this is a little deeper than just uh, let me answer this in three minutes on a live podcast um, again, you're looking at something that your subconscious is looking to reveal to you. You are not allowing it to be seen. That is why it keeps coming back every few days. It is like ha- somebody hitting you over the head with the hammer and saying, wake up, wake up, look what's going on. Look what's going on. All right. So take a look and go see what's going on <laughs> All right. in your waking hours. Adam, look at that. Look at that baby right in the eye. Okay. Um, intending that that has helped you. All right. Anybody want to ask any questions, share any comments, please call in now if you have something. We are live on the air and got plenty of time over here as I move on to the next question. But I always love to hear from people. Okay. All right. I'll give you a second if anybody wants to call in right now or type in something. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Next question. We've got a real quiet audience today. All right. Uh here we go. Here we go. Next question. Uh dream question. Hi Ellie. I dreamt an owl attacked me last night. Any insights? Oh, and then there's a little bit more over here. Um I thought the owl was trying to bite me, and then it sat on my shoulder and it was staring at me. I kept trying to look away because I didn't know if you met its eyes, would it attack? Okay, very interesting dream. So firstly, to see an owl in your dream symbolizes wisdom, insight, magic, and expanded awareness. All right, so now it also means that you are highly connected to your intuitive and psychic power. So the owl is also synonymous with something dying, Okay, So what that looks like is the owl could be telling you something in your past is now on its way out, some past behavior. Um, Also, because this is a dream that the owl is looking to harm you in some sort of way, what is it? To bite you, right? This is, there's, and there's some kind of an issue here, or issue, there's a thought here where you're not you're, you're looking to avoid something. So you don't want to look at it. So you may be frightened of something. So example, if you're, if you're diving into the realm of magic, for example, okay. And we're talking about real magic, the kind that I did um, this past four, four weeks in my magic class. If you're looking at diving into that magic, there's the magic workshop. There were so many areas of unexplored work that can happen. And depending on your background and your belief system, you may be afraid of what this could reveal to you, what you could be seeing. This could be scary. So therefore, the owl is sitting there and you don't know what's going to happen if you look at it because owls symbolize wisdom and insight and magic. So if I look at it, am I if I go down this path, am I going to be okay? Or there is something in your life that has happened in terms of insight and wisdom and even completing negative past behaviors that you have had and decided to remove. And then there's the owl looking at you saying, oh, am I gonna be okay? Am I gonna die if I give up my negative past behaviors? So the answer is no, you're not gonna die if you give up negative past behaviors. And um, again, nothing bad will happen if you pursue going down the path of magic as long as it's always in the area of white magic and sympathetic magic. Okay. Um, I'm intending that that has helped in some ways. And if not, email me and let's continue the conversation. All right. Um, Any questions? Hello, hello. We've got more people that have entered the live studio. If you have a headset, please call in and share your insights or your questions or anything that you want to talk about. Because we are also synchronistically attached right now and connected, this is a great time to call in. And just put your headset on, hit that call button and give us a call. All right, um, we'd love to hear from some of you today. Okie toki, we're still all very quiet here. Somebody's gotta change that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, come on, one of you, call in. <laughs> okay. Um, Okay, here we go. Question next. Hi, Ellie. Thanks for a great podcast. I'm looking to sell my house now. It's definitely a seller's market. Any tips on what I can do? I'm ready to move into something smaller. Thanks, JK. Okay, JK. All right. Well, for sure, it's a seller's market um, provided that your house looks good. (laughs) So like, I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there. Um, if your home is in great condition and you know what, even if it's not, it is a seller's market. And if it does need renovation, none of which you said over here, well, by all means, you know, just people are going to be purchasing. There is a there's an old saying in business. So if I offend anybody right now, I apologize in advance, but there's an old saying, there's an ass for every seat. And so that is not meant to be derogatory in any sort of way. It's just, you can sell anything and everything. So if you go on to the, just, you don't believe me, go on to Facebook seller's market and look at what people are selling. You can sell anything. If you, if you believe that you can. Again, this gets into belief and expectations. So first thing that I would say, not I would say, first thing that I share with you right now, um, that JK, is that tips for selling your home. Number one, set the intention. Set the intention that you sell your home easily and effortlessly. Then I would look at some astrological dates. That's me. You know, this is what I would do And you're asking me for some tips. I would look at some astrological dates as to when it would be a favorable time to put your home on the market you want to avoid the mercury retrograde that's coming up because you didn't specify it all over here when you're looking to put your home on the market so you want to look at some calendar dates you want to get yourself an astrology calendar take a look at astrological dates that are good that would work for you then you want to set your intention you want to know your price and you want to believe that the price that you're asking is reachable affordable and doable you've got to believe in the price yourself then once you have checked your dates and you've checked your price then you want to make sure that your home looks good I mean this is you really you know it's all about appearances when it comes to home selling so you want your home to look good and then you also want to have professional photographs taken uh, nothing is a bigger turn off than looking at Zillow and seeing messy rooms and people's open closets with their stuff in it. And if you've ever been on, on a website looking at homes, you'll know your eye automatically just glances past those messy homes. So you do want your home, you don't have to have it professionally staged, of course, but you can use your common sense to clean up your home and make it look really good. Mm-hmm. And if you can afford to have it staged, well, by all means, have it staged. Otherwise, do a really great job of staging it yourself. And um, OK, uh, we got one question and I'm going to come back to that in a moment. All right. So that would be number one. Number two, get yourself some white flowers, I wholeheartedly tell everybody in my magic class and everyone that I work with get white roses in your home. White roses soak up any sort of negative energy. So the more, and they've got to be fresh. You can't have old flowers or, well you can, but you know um, you can do whatever you want. Only if you're, if you're really looking to sell your home for the best price, one of the best things to do would be to get yourself some white roses and then, have them fresh and then of course you know have some aromatherapy going on in there so this is now really what you can do and then you sage it and take care of your home and the biggest thing about all of this jk is the intention so once you intend to sell your home then this is where this is where it will happen and you hold that belief that no matter what you're selling your home okay we've got two more questions coming up right now so i hope that helps over here and I said the hope word, I intend that that has helped you. <laughs> okay, I have a thing about hope. All right, um, we've got some questions. Okay, um, Bobo has asked, I'd like XYZ, I don't want to mention any names over the, over the internet right now. I'd like so-and-so to partner in my business. What would this look like? Okay, so here's the thing. Without knowing anything about this particular person, I'm going to tell you that you want to look at this person's belief system, Bobo. Okay, go into their belief system and, um, okay, go into their belief system and check what their current situation is. And how does one assess that? Take a look at their life. So we, what we have in our life is a direct mirror of what we believe we deserve. So take a look at this person's life, see what they have, and then you can assess where they are. Look, this is a business partner. So you're looking at a lot of different things. You're looking at um, how honest is this person, how trustworthy is this person? Does this person make good financial decisions? Does this person have the same kind of work ethic that I have? These are questions that you need to answer. Now, I cannot answer whether this person is good for you or not right now on the on this call, because there are so many variables. Look, I can see right now that that the situation that you are in currently is ending that I see. Okay. So you were moving on and you were moving out and up. So the question is, you really have to be careful and mindful right now, Bobo, as to who you are bringing in. The universe hates a void. And if you have not elevated your own frequency and have Perfected, not perfected, but really gotten clear on where you're standing in your new business and what you can allow for yourself, then you have to be careful you don't pull in from the past. All right. And so, therefore, this is why I'm saying take a look at this particular person, see what the person is reflecting, and then make your choice. I would also suggest you that you and I have a one on one for this. Um, That is what I suggest, but I will tell you right now that the situation that you are in is over, and so you've gotta be really careful as to who and what you are bringing in next. All right, I hope that helped. Okay, um, we've got just one, I gotta, Oh, we're coming to an end over here. Um, Somebody said, hi, Ellie, I can't seem to find, I got a text message, the call button for the podcast. I have a question, Um, okay and we are basic. Okay. So let me just answer these. And for anybody who wants to do the live and there's a call button, what you do is you hit the microphone. There is a little microphone at the top of the, if you're on the app, there's a microphone over there and that is the call button. You hit that microphone and that microphone will then call into the show and then I will see you. So in the future. Okay. Um, We got a couple more questions and I'm going to do my best to answer them. We may run out of time or we may run over time. So if we are over time, um, I'm going with it, you know. And so I hope you have enough time to listen to the rest of the questions. All right. Dear Ellie, a lot of people have told me to write a book. I feel I have a really great story that needs to be told. I don't feel I'm a good enough writer for this task, but I do want to get my stories out there to others. Any suggestions or intuitive insights? Oh, this question's out of Kentucky. <laughs> Very cool. Hi, out of Kentucky. So, first of all, here's the thing um, if you really have a story that needs telling, just remember do not let your insecurities hold you back you can write the story and just get it all out on paper there is or on your laptop or on your computer get your manuscript there get yourself out of the way meaning i don't feel i'm a good enough writer for this task okay um most writers don't feel that they're good enough at the time you know Not every, people always have that self and inner critic. So move that critic to the side and just write your story. Once you are done with your story, then it becomes a whole other conversation. You can always find an editor and there are so many people around and available who will help you polish up that story. But in order to have anyone polish up your story, you've got to write it. So I'm gonna suggest you carve out some time, get over yourself meaning step to the side of your critic and your fear. You have nothing to fear. I mean, no one's read it. So who's, you know, what's there to fear? That you're not good enough. You haven't done it yet. So you don't even know if you're not good enough. So just step yourself in your turn. You know what I mean? This is just procrastination and fear and it's imagination. So you're just imagining things that are not real. So why not imagine something that can be to your benefit and that can be real, which would be imagine writing the book and having people edit and read it. Now, wouldn't that be a better imagination than sitting there and wallowing in and saying, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Well, you get to choose either your imagination is working for you or your imagination is working against you. And so go get that book written, you know, if that's really what you want. And if not, then don't listen to the opinion of other people telling you what you are supposed to be doing or not. Only you said here that I feel I have a really great story that needs to be told. Well, then move aside your critic and move aside the child in you that wants to hold back and write your story and then take it from there. Okay. I know a little brutal here, but hey, this is what it is. Okay. Now, next question. When is the upcoming retrograde? All right. Well, there is a retrograde happening in, I'd have to go look this up. I think, um, hey, Tomas, are you still there? Not sure if Tomas is there. He's got these, he's got these retrograde dates memorized for me over here. Um, Okay. Tomas is not here. Here, oh, Thomas, are you here? Can you type in the retrograde days? Okay, thank you, Thomas. Starts on May twenty eighth. All right, so there you go, um, Alex. It starts on May twenty eighth, and Thomas, it ends on the tw- the twentieth of June. Okay, ends on. Let me just double check my calendar over here. Uh, Mercury retrograde nah, nah, nah. Yep. begins on the 28th. Mercury goes retrograde. Um, I've got it June 22nd on my calendar. Um, okay. And you know, there's, there's something called the shadow periods also. So you want to take a look at those, but basically Alex, just know you're working from the 28th until of May until the 22nd or the 20th of June, depending on what calendar. Okay, uh, thank you, Thomas. Thank you, thank you. This is a very long retrograde Tomas is sharing. Yes, it is. Get everything done before, <laughs> work fast now. Okay, our final question has just been sent in via text. I have recently reconnected some new gifts that come in through the form of language. Curious what I'm meant to do with these new gifts. Is it a tool just for me or am I being asked to shift my career trajectory? Thank you for some insight. Okay. Guess what? This is both. So here's the thing, SH. Um, There, if you you know, you probably know this, if you're working in, let's call it light language or um, the language of speaking in tongues, there are very few people, and you can go do your research on this one, who have been gifted with being able to speak the language of tongues and to be gifted to speak the language of light. Now, before you leave your day job, what i would strongly suggest is that you start to build up your clientele and start to offer your services because right now as you know this is a very necessary time to get these messages across to people we are at the we're you know we're at this i don't know if we're at a tipping point or if we've tipped yet i I'm not the, the expert on where we're actually at in the, in the consciousness of the planet. However, change has happened and is happening. And the more light workers that are working the planet right now to educate and educate and inform, the better off we are. So, SH, I'm going to tell you, create yourself a one-page website. Get your message out there and start offering these services to people. They need to hear what the message is for them and then let the light language and the speaking in tongues guide you because this is an entire new path for you, an entire new trajectory. If you take a look at your past, you know, you're going to see things that, that a lot of things were perhaps you'll, and you'll be able to look at this yourself. If it hasn't come easily in many ways, that means it's not for you. But when something starts to come very easily for you, you know that it is for you. You know that that is the path. Think of it with the green lights. You know, if you keep getting one red light after red light, you know that it's time to take a different direction or reset your, you know, drive faster or slower so that you're calibrating with the lights. And in in the psychic realm, there's pretty much a principle that that it's kind of unspoken, but it is basically that if you encounter one obstacle all right take a look you encounter two obstacles wake up you encounter three obstacles all around what it is that you want to do your path is blocked and then you may want to look at why is my path blocked is it because i'm not really in alignment with what i say i want or is my path blocked because i am meant to be doing something else So I'm gonna invite you right now, SH, to go down the path of the light language, the speaking in tongues language, providing this for a service, and see how quickly this opens up for you. You'll know, the answers will be there. Okay, hope that helped. And I just want to share hello from Vermont. We have somebody new on the call today. Hello from Vermont. Hi, Elfie777 and greetings. And I'm so happy that you are with us. And we are at the end of the, we're at the end of the podcast today. So thank you all so very much for being with us the extra six minutes today. And it is my intention that this podcast has answered a lot of questions that you may have and brought up a lot of ideas for you that you may have in thinking or not thinking. Anyways, it has been my ultimate pleasure. Uh, you can find the recording online Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, YouTube. Have a wonderful, wonderful new moon. I'm going to be running a new magic class. I'm going to be offering a dream interpretation class and I'm offering a magical aromatherapy free workshop. So get on my mailing list. It is Ellie at and you'll have all the dates. Okay, have a magical week and a fabulously magical weekend. Love and blessings to you all. Thanks for being here. Bye.